At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Love High. My name is Florence Bark, and in this podcast, we discuss all of the juicy details around relationships, love, heartbreak, breakups, dating, and so much more. In this episode, I'm talking to Fion, the mother of prudence. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Love High. (laughs) You're probably thinking, who is Prudence? Beyond the mother of Prudence? If you don't listen to Fox Given, then you might not know what Prudence is. But all will be explained, all will be revealed in the conversation that I have with Fion. This week, we're talking about dating apps, one of my favorite subjects. And kind of funnily enough, I have just been stepping back into using dating apps a little bit more. When we recorded this episode, I hadn't been using them for a while, but I am slowly chatting to new people, using them a little bit more, and I'm kind of getting my groove on. I'm I'm getting excited about going on different dates, meeting new people. I'm also more inspired to go to speed dating events and singles parties after this episode. The conversation definitely inspired me um, to kind of break out of the norm when it comes to using dating apps and kind of make myself feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes, push my boundaries. You know, let's let's not let real love in real life fade away. We can meet people in person too, you know, like that isn't, that is an actual option. But yeah, I think we can all relate to the struggles of dating apps. And one of the reasons why I got Fionn onto this episode is that she's been going through the same things. And we dive deep into what dating apps have has kind of created within the dating world and how it has affected the way we are in relationships as well. It's funny after talking with Kelsey in my first episode where she kind of outed me for being addicted to new relationship energy because I have definitely found myself consistently going into the holes of the fantasy of 
you know, what this could be with this person. And I'm really trying to like, not stop myself from being excited to meet new people, but also not get too into the fantasy of it. And don't put too many expectations on one person to be exactly what you want, because that just never, it never really, it never actually, it never plans out. It never plans out how you think it will when it comes to dating apps, because people do just come across very, very differently on a dating app profile persona when they're texting. It's always very, very different. And also I I think like people do look different to what they look like in photos as well. We can all relate to the world of dating and dating apps, especially if you've been single in the last five, 10 years. I mean, back in the day, it used to be OkCupid and Match.com. But these days it's more Bumble, Hinge, Field, the new app Thursday we mentioned today. I haven't been on it yet, but we discuss it all in today's episode. So let's get into it. Let's talk to Fionn. Hi, Fionn. (laughs) Hi, Florence. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? Fine, thank you. It's very sunny outside and I'm excited to record a springtime podcast. I was so excited to invite you onto this podcast because for everyone that doesn't know, Fionn made Prudence. And if you don't know what Prudence is, <laughs> then you haven't been listening to Fox Given enough because Prudence is one of my best mates. <laughs> That's so nice of you to say. I also feel like we've been talking about Prudence um, for a while, but she's got more of a personality in my brand than I do. So like, like I know Prudence is one of your best mates, but I'm like... like, like, like I've been talking about her like a Barbie doll for a really long time. To me, like, she's just become this sort of like, like, she is a person. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love talking about Prudence as well on the podcast, because no one really gets it (laughs) until they get it. And for everyone that doesn't know, would you explain, please, and a little bit about yourself as well? Um, Yes, gladly. Um, I, so I, my the company that I have is called Finebone and Great it's name. a ceramic sex toy company and we ha- oh the the first product that I bought out I did a Kickstarter for but essentially what it was is like a kind of labor of love where I experimented with lots of different shapes of that I made at home until I found one which I liked the shape of for me personally so it was kind yeah. of like a three-year-long wank exploration project. Wow. Um, that what amazing research. <laughs> I, I make, indulgent research. <laughs> um, and I, I kind of genuinely thought that it was just for me at the time. Mm. And when it culminated in a prototype, which I wasn't thinking of as a prototype, it was more like, okay, my work here is done. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I kind of want want to spread the love a bit and see whether I can get them made somewhere. And so that's how, and then did a Kickstarter and then that's how the project happened. Um, So it was, it grew very organically. Um, I love that. Yeah. I mean, like it means that I, I mean, I'm not like bullshitting. It wasn't with an, 
it wasn't with an the end in mind. It all came out of a just desire. That it just seemed like the most luxury thing in the world for me to devote <laughs> your weekends to designing your perfect play. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a curated wank. Um, yeah. And it doesn't look like your typical dildo either. Like it, if you no. saw it laying on the side of someone's bedside table, you wouldn't immediately think, "Oh, that's a sex toy." You might think, "Oh, it's the uh, bathroom light pulley." Pull, pull, pull on the toilet flush. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah. So if anyone needs a new best friend. Um, <laughs> I would highly recommend Prudence. But you also on your Instagram put up a post not too long ago, which is why Mm. I reached out to you to be on this episode. And it was all about dating apps and spiraling into (laughs) basically like the dating app hole. But before we get into the dating app topic, I'd really like to ask you kind of like, what what was your journey with love and relationships and how did that kind of bring you to where you are today? I, I suppose you'd say, I'm in, okay, I mean, I don't like labels, but I kind of guess I'm in a ethically non-monogamous, it's complicated relationship anarchy seven-year relationship with somebody um that's interesting yeah um and so and I probably think that I met them when dating apps would it was literally like this summer when dating apps were just about taking off and so I really don't I I I feel a bit like shielded from them because I don't think I've ever really um I've, I've, I've never been truly single and tried to use a dating app with the intent of, of, of finding been, a relationship. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't want to find a relationship through them. It's just that I've, I've always had someone there to be, to, to bitch about it with who, you know, yes. it, it, it's, it's never been entirely in isolation. So I, I feel like in that respect, I've been voyeuristically watching my like friends around me using them in a very different (laughs) way than than I have um and I mean yeah I have a ethically non I mean it's not it's not what I called it but yeah it's like an open relationship um and would you you say because you mentioned that it was anarchy and that's a style of non-monogamous relationship right yes I think it's the closest one that I've found that describes the relationship I have, which is effectively for, I guess everyone makes up their own rules, but for me, what that is, is like, you can do whatever you want. I don't care, but like, we're going to talk about it, about it. And not in like a serious way. It's just, I want an update because, because, um, intimacy to me is through how you communicate stuff. And, Mm -hmm. And I do feel like I've been listening to Esther Perel a lot. I don't know whether you end up you yeah. delved into listening to yeah. Esther Perel. My sister got me onto it. I was a bit skeptical at the beginning, but then, wow, oh my God, just listening to everyone's relationships. Um, everyone I has, love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I think like I, it ends up making me feel so emotional because 
like I every single couple that goes on her podcast I end up just like almost in tears just feeling feeling the disjunct and they're feeling how they how they could be closer or maybe will be once they've done their their session with Esther um yeah but like she's got this thing that everyone is a story or like everyone tells themselves a story about what their relationship is and Mm. I kind of think that's true and if I I maybe I'm just a bit romantic but there isn't a label that's gotten close to making me feel that like I love that though you're really making your own rules like yeah you know it doesn't have to fit into anything and I guess like yeah non-monogamy ethical non-monogamy is you know that's the bracket term that can kind of explain it I guess yeah I mean I, I it's it confuses everyone it doesn't just just confuse confuse me and I that's why I don't even know how I can <laughs> talk about it in a way that makes sense but like I, I, I the communication is there just because it just couldn't not be because I can't put a lid on it like if anything was worrying me if anything was like challenging to me it just comes out like within yeah. two seconds and then it's totally come to the surface and yeah vice versa to a certain extent um I feel like that's the best way in relationships though that's the best way to have a healthy relationship is just being able and being free to sort of say what is ever on your mind Mm -hmm. I guess the, the the only time where that becomes problematic is if someone's anxiety is making their brain kind of like think too many things and they're suddenly like you know really needing all that the anxious attachment style where it's just a little bit too much but um it's like the um you don't know whether your brain is telling you whether you're being paranoid or what but like um, yeah I think that's that comes from when you feel insecure about stuff that your your body language doesn't match with with what people are saying I don't know I feel like you can judge things out sometimes and if you're feeling a disconnect it can be a physical thing yeah even if all of the language is in the right place I mean you you can have you know like some kind of shared calendar of you and all your different partners and dates and all this kind of stuff and yes I sound a bit skeptical (laughs) 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 it doesn't mean that people are going to feel reassured if you don't you know say something nice to them when you send a sexy selfie or something yeah Um, so with your relationship do you go out and go on a lot of dates do you chat to a lot of new people do you have sexual encounters with a lot of people um yes (laughs) (laughs) um like I'm terrible for it like like (laughs) <laughs> almost anywhere is an opportunity to end up chatting people up <laughs> amazing and, like I mean I love going to sort of parties like the crossbreed mm-hmm. and forbidden and things like that um but also um like going to I was really into novelty dating nights for a while what's a um, novelty dating night well I mean no I don't think they're branding themselves as novelty but like <laughs> shush dating right yeah like fetish speed speed dating speed dating that was actually on my Mm. list of questions at the end I was just like (laughs) I want to I want to talk about what we both feel about speed dating and IRL (laughs) dating (laughs) apps basically (laughs) yes 
Oh, yeah. So I guess that leads on to... Um, yeah, well, let's talk about the dating apps. Let's talk about yeah. how you ended up in this dating app spiral. <laughs> yeah, because it, it sounds like I shouldn't be in a dating app spiral. But basically, I think it's kind of pandemic related. That lots of mm. the the options for in real life chance happenings. I mean, like yeah. some of my best hookup dates have been like... Yeah going for a drink by myself in a bar after work and I mean there was this one time I finished work early and none of my friends wanted to meet up with me for a drink and I sat next to a guy and he told me he was in the UK as a chef who was visiting to research food in London and he had a spare table at a restaurant and did I want to come come eat dinner with him and I was like okay and then we ended up having this like amazing evening together and um I think I I, like you know that kind of I think I got kind of far too drunk and ended up (laughs) maybe breaking into a park and like maybe sucking him off (laughs) Um, oh my gosh (laughs) um but like that is the kind of stuff that like I what, like that's the reason why I'm in any kind of sort of open relationship because yeah. I want things like that or like adventures and making adventures with people and separately mm. from people. But pandemic, obviously, um, like I mean, it, it it channeled all those things into online interaction, virtual life. Yeah, which I um, is you know dating apps are a vector for that, and <laughs> they are. They I, are. They're, we can talk about their issues in a bit. <laughs> um, and I hadn't really done anything for the best part of a a year, um, and I was feeling like pretty trapped. Like I don't, I don't live with my reg, um, regular partner, and I. I don't know, I was feeling like I was becoming just absorbed between, you know, a flat with no lighting and, like, everything is through your laptop screen and Mm -hmm. having your own business in general is, like, quite an isolating experience. Yeah. And so I was like, I am going to hit the apps. And I downloaded some on, like, January whatever, as soon as I got over in the New Year's hangover. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, and obviously I, I've, I've had, I've been in and out of maybe looking at dating apps, but I've never had like a successful match with someone. Mm. And part of that I feel is because the minute that you download one, you're, you're, you, you, you have the interface and it's asking you for certain things. And then yeah. like it wants X amount of pictures and it wants this little pricey and you have to maybe describe your sexuality and who you're into and what you're about and mm-hmm. and it, there's only like this much space to do it um <laughs> and no one even looks at that anyway they just want to see the pictures um yeah and I mean I look at people's bios I'm quite I, I love like really part of why I match with a lot of people is because of their bios I would say but they're mainly the pictures yeah um, yeah I mean definitely once once you've like once the pictures have got you that's when you look at 
uh, yes yeah bio i mean I, i'm not saying i don't i don't do that too i'm like through, <laughs> and then you do see like a certain zhuzh in somewhere uh-huh. but yeah. condensing people down to a few pictures and sort of like a tagline is yeah. it, it's sort of the memification of human beings in a way it's really it's really odd as well when you see your friends on dating apps and you're like <laughs> yeah. oh okay cool I, I once saw my ex's um field profile I think when we were still together because we were we were kind of open as well so we were both on that yeah. on the dating app still and I was like no one's gonna match with you yes I was like <laughs> you are so attractive and like such an amazing person no one's gonna match with you on this and I was like okay just <laughs> <laughs> what is it with guys like putting suit pictures up Ooh, when no, they don't wear suits no, in real life? No, it's like who are you, James Bond? Like it must be a Google search thing. Like it's top so pictures bizarre. to have on your dating profile: a so picture bizarre. with an animal and a picture in a suit, <laughs> and one with a baby. Oh god, I hate it when people yeah. put their. I hate that's a pet hate with. <laughs> guys that have pictures of them holding a child of some sort and it's like <laughs> it's like a, like a jesus thing yeah yeah if it's their child fair enough like yeah. that's quite a good way of saying hey look i'm a dad yeah. but if you're not and it's just like your cousin or your niece or nephew <laughs> leave them off your dating app profile please but uh, me, me and my partner did have a um joint field profile oh, for a while oh yeah and then yeah. he actually disconnected from me on it <gasps> i was like you've just you've just dumped me do you know that um and he was like oh it was just annoying me how many people were like going through or he found that there was a disjunct between like women getting lots of messages and yes. men not getting messages mm-hmm. and when, once he did disconnect from my profile, he got a lot of different, a lot diff, more different, lot, lot more differenter. Is that <laughs> my grammar? Different responses. <laughs> different responses. <laughs> um, and I mean, like, like, if that's if that works better, I mean, we've we, we've never actually successfully used it together anyway. So, <laughs> so um, but, it probably makes sense. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The Field was one of the apps that I downloaded at, yeah. at, in January. And like the bit that I was writing the blog post about was mostly the journey to like finding finding someone to go on a date with. Yeah. Because I mean, I as I said, like working for your own business and everything, like it can be quite isolating. And I was finding that I was just opening the app all the time, just like to see 
who who had mm-hmm. messaged or any kind of like notification I'd be there and talking to them yeah. um, and then there were some evenings where I felt like I was being really social but what I'd actually done is gone to the off license, bought a bottle of wine, sat in my room and oh, chatted to several different people. Um, and there, there was there were two nights that I I'd obviously got quite drunk and I don't remember the pictures that I sent them. And then I woke up the next morning. I was like, oh, my God, I just sent you that picture. Oh, and I didn't oh, even remember. <laughs> and I was just like, um, and then that feeling when you put the app away or like everyone sort of goes to bed or whatever um, mm. suddenly like you're next to the empty bottle of wine and it, it just seems a bit like okay actually that wasn't as yes yeah. it's not a fulfilling social interaction because no sometimes they, yeah and they don't necessarily feel that real because I find in my experience on dating apps is that I talk to quite a lot of people on there and it doesn't last, like each conversation doesn't last for that long. Yeah. And like maybe it will go through like a couple of days or three days, but most of the time either I get bored or they get bored and it yeah. dies. Also, it's like, it depends where you get, there is this meme of, of like, um, what's it called? What, what's her name? I've forgotten the one in Bring It On, that the cheerleader actress lady. Um, I can't uh, either. And like looking, looking decreasingly more jaded. I was like, you don't know when you're talking to somebody what stage of their dating app dissolution they're at. Like that is so true. Conversation number one or conversation number whatever. Yeah. Um, And I was definitely a different person in conversation number one than. It's almost like you're starting <laughs> off where you left off. That's so true. And oh my god, I'm I'm probably the most disillusioned person ever on dating apps now because I log in and log out very quickly. I'm like, who's so, around? Mm, nah. So what do you do? What do you do with that? Do you just get it to in real life as soon as possible? Yeah. It's, it's quite hard to sort of say now. I'm not really using the dating apps very well at the moment. Or not very well. I'm just not that interested in it. Uh-huh. So, but usually, I feel like, especially like when I relate to what you were saying, I feel like this was me when I had just gotten back from LA and I got home and I was like, okay, I need to find a fuck buddy yeah. in London because I don't want because I had a fuck buddy in LA yeah I had a few people that I was fucking and I was like okay now going back and I was like there's no one on my roster like what am I gonna do like what if I get really horny and then the week after my period would come and I would be like in the horniest face insatiable Mm -hmm. like almost torture like so horny Mm -hmm. and I didn't have anyone to let that out with so I would be on the dating apps talking to like okay someone's got a bite someone's got a bite and like chatting to like multiple different people and then and then yeah putting the app down and just being like I'm still here I'm still alone and now I'm starting to just like the frustration started yeah. then to turn into sadness for me. And it sort of, it got me back into like my breakup hole. And I was like, I miss yeah. my ex. I just yeah. want to be with him. Fuck, Fuck these me. guys. 
I mean, like, I, somebody said that I was talking to you was like, oh, no, you're doing it all wrong. What you need to do is go on it when you're not not horny. And I'm like, yeah. why? It's like, because then yeah. by the time you're horny, you've had like three initial conversations with someone and you've got through all the bullshit and then you can that... get to the, the freaky stuff. Um, That's great advice. It, it, it's great advice, but like, you don't want to do it because when you don't want to do it, <laughs> you don't want to do it. No, like, I know. And it's so long. Yeah. And I, I always but, like, I get super excited about someone and then living in London as well. It's so hard to actually arrange to meet up with people. I went through this whole thing where I just kept cancelling on dates because like something or other happened. Yeah, and that's and, like, like your know- opportunity in a way because with like it, maybe you get one cancellation with someone, but yeah. if you end up cancelling more than yeah. once, like this I is something that twice and then it's just like there's this guy that I cancelled on like twice has is still messaging me like Are you free this week and I'm like maybe but I'm like my schedule just gets booked up so quickly and it's like do I have time for a guy yeah but if you, if you like if you wanted to see someone maybe like maybe you'd make it work oh, but mm, this is a, yeah. another thing like I I didn't like how I was behaving either because even mm. though I was feeling like I mean it's happened over like I'm a bit of an extreme person in the sense that when I do something everything is like 110 percent and <laughs> I know that I was feeling as jaded as through what I gather from my friends who were like a year into it were feeling. But like, yeah. I think maybe I just went too hard too fast. And this is without meeting. I met up with people, but that's a kind of different story. The, st- yeah. the bit that I was feeling worried about is like this need for affirmation from an app mm. that it became less about the people and more about who How many liked people me, want me and why didn't they like me and why didn't yeah. they message back and why wouldn't you answer that last message because I'm fucking hilarious uh-huh. and like you know when like people, when people disconnect from you for like <gasps> no reason and you're yeah. just like what the actual fuck did I ever do to you I didn't even like you anyway yeah. <laughs> also, I, I don't think I found a way of like describing it right because like I feel like I look like you know I look like I might be married to Boris Johnson and <laughs> like exactly. and that's like you know no, it's, a, you it's a look um and I don't feel like I'm presenting <laughs> like massive kink vibes um no and I don't feel like you don't I, look like a dominatrix no um but I, I don't feel like I w- want to really co-opt an aesthetic either but then I feel like I'm super into like, you know, like BDSM and degradation and like MMMMF threesomes and gangbangs (laughs) and a million other things that probably don't match what I look like. And I really struggle with like finding a picture that's like, oh, I look nice in this picture. And then the the sexual preferences. And I I feel like I'm not the poster girl for the things that I'm into. And that disjunct means that I don't think I'm finding my um, sort of right people because of the way that it is. But when I've put on apps, um, you know, the ones like where you can choose like things that you're into. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I just put a few things that I was into like gangbang say in and then I instantly after like 48 hours ended up retracting some of that because I realized um if you put that down on a on a profile you just get like 
so many weird invitations from like kind of slightly scary looking groups of people people that want you to come over and meet them in their basement like right now um and I'm like oh I mean I'm into that but I also would love to talk about like what what wine you like to drink first or like I don't know do you go to the cinema between campers yeah (laughs) I, I always find field a little bit strange especially when it when you are interested in the casual stuff and like you want to have sex basically, but there's more to it than just being like down for it. Right. Yeah. And like there needs to be a little bit more interaction like before. I hate it when people immediately jump into the sex chat because it's like, Hey, I'm a person. Like, not, but that's, that's how like I worry about the, being a list of sexual preferences I mean it's useful just to kind of yeah. check out that you're not on the a totally different page but then yeah. it's not useful when you end up being entirely defined by that how do you feel about the dating app culture oh uh, well it's very compartmentalized like you know that that kind of chance encounter I was talking about before with the guy yeah. in the restaurant like yeah. that happened when I didn't expect to meet someone whereas the it's a very like there's an app for that way of like doing something in everyday life literally it's like the most millennial thing yeah and it, it's it's like when I'm at work I'm doing using slack and when I'm wanting something a sexual interaction or a relationship I'm using an app, a different app yeah um and it you know I, I find the compartmentalization of that sort of a bit scary yeah and I mean I, I it just occurred to me while I was using it and then started to like research a bit into into apps and how they make money that whole like yeah. phrase that if you're not yeah if you're if you're not paying for it then you are the product and I'm like okay well this is a business isn't it like so Mm -hmm. so like if it's making money it doesn't want you to not be using it so the it wants you to keep on coming back for more and the best way that it can do that is by keeping you making you feel good at the beginning and then making you always want to reach that feeling of feeling good again by constantly drip feeding you little bits yeah. of compliments I mean like it literally like that, that's like analogous with with love bombing and bad you know people's like a bad abusive red flag relationships but like that is the business model I mean I find that like it, it's something that I don't think gets talked about enough yeah because when you know when you get a compliment from someone and you get a match with someone it does it's like the same thing when you get a notification on your phone and you know it's what is the chemical is it it serotonin or dopamine dopamine? probably both i don't know yeah (laughs) um all the happy the happy hormones and also the hormones that are associated with addiction too yeah Um, and it does people get so addicted to dating apps yeah. and I've definitely been in those spaces as well. Like, you know, the nights that we just sit on a dating app for like three, four hours at a time. <laughs> but it's and when then, it starts, it, where it's in your day as well, especially like when you're, when you're self-employed or like, mm-hmm. like you, you and I are uh, like at that time that you're reaching for your phone is literally like deviating from what you're meant to be doing. And like, right. it's like not necessarily like, that, like trying to seg, trying to separate it out from real life 
Although if I was still employed, I think I would use dating apps a lot at work. Same, because it's a nice distraction. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it would something be a great to always way go back to. Of spending company time in a like you know, um, in a subversive yeah. manner. Yeah, um, it's it, I, I I think dating apps have a positive. I do think that they connect people that you know, you wouldn't otherwise connect with, but you might meet someone that you're so connected with, so in love with, and you would have never have met them if it hadn't have been for a dating app. I mean, think of all the kind of like weddings and stuff that are happening and that basically everyone's met on a dating app these days. I'm not saying that those weddings are going to last, but I don't think that's (laughs) the dating app's fault. Maybe it is because... Yeah, maybe it is in a very long-term way. like reverse you've got too much option there's too much option out there and i think that can be a negative thing i mean like what like i mean that just comes from this kind of like thought that like you know everyone's been saying oh i found the one for years and now we're like Mm. breaking down that kind of rhetoric we're like no longer like you're with someone and you don't have to be them you can be with someone else but it's not too much option yeah do you feel like it stops people from settling for someone that's kind of like not 100% them because if you've got more options then you're less likely to just say okay to you know the guy at the pub I I think it makes people treat sex or relationships like they would uber eats like like yes like it does it it commodifies them and it devalues them like regardless of whether that's like having too much option or what it's just easy to access in the same way that I definitely shouldn't have downloaded Getty when I had to COVID isolate because now I know that I don't need to go to the shop (laughs) when I need to more toilet paper that's how I go to be doing it from now on but I mean like I, I think it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, it, you can get sex whenever you want it, basically. It's, yeah. You can get a date whenever you want it. It's the shortcut of it. And maybe um, you can cut out the ambiguity or the, yeah. the, the, that tentative bit of getting to know one another. Yeah, there's kind of a quick turnaround, I feel, with it as well. Like, yeah. you know, you could talk to so many different people out there. Yes. Within a very short amount of time. And then you whittle that down to the people that you actually do meet. And then you whittle that down to the people that you meet again after the first time. <laughs> also, I guess it's always like a journey of self-discovery, or at least yeah, for me. Yeah. But like, I was like, okay, so you're using a dating app. So this is a chance to tailor what you'd like to look for or things that you want to try. And like, I know I like getting with couples, like real couples mm. who who exist already, like not just, I, and so quite a lot of the people that I was looking for were couples, maybe like couples that were a little bit older than me or that just looked like they had a thing about them or maybe like, maybe slightly gothy couples or I don't know. So yeah. I, was, I was chatting up like um, a lot of couples who were on there um and that that was kind of like exciting to explore that more on my own terms I mean it's not something I haven't explored before but never intentionally intentionally like never and you wouldn't be able to do that without dating apps yeah I mean 
It really, I think dating apps <laughs> really open. We well, obviously you yeah. can, but like, <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. You can go up to a couple in a bar I mean, and proposition be, them with a threesome. What are you talking it about? Not harder. I mean, I know a lot of people. I would not do that. I would never do that. Um, and I also, did it I, once. I did it once, and it worked. Did you? Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah but it was it didn't it didn't work in the sense that we went on a date but I like left the date because oh, oh. <laughs> I hadn't met the guy actually I propositioned right. the girl anyway yeah. that's another story back to yeah. dating apps well yeah the, I mean you basically just it gives you a lot of exploration I think and you can explore yourself and what you want yeah. quite easily on there but I do think there's something to what you were saying earlier about you being the product because I think people treat the people on dating apps like product as well. Like you yeah. don't really treat people like people, like respectful. Like you're not, yeah. there's so many people that just aren't respectful on dating apps. And maybe I'm the same. Maybe yeah. I don't respect people on dating apps because I'll talk to you and then you'll say something. Oh my God, like the other day, this is so bad. <laughs> I mentioned it on Fox Given, but like someone said they, they worked in construction and I just uh -huh. stopped talking to them, even though... Oops. Well, I was just like, we're not going to match, that, babe. I mean, I I don't think that, I mean, I'm not totally anti the, the like ghosting thing because I think sometimes you're wasting people's time if you're stringing them along. So I'm not wholly against that. True. I think but at the start of the journey on dating apps, you can <laughs> chat for a bit and then ghost. Because yeah. I, I know that if I'm chatting for someone for a bit yeah. and then they just disappear, I'm not butthurt about that because no, I didn't I, even get to know them properly enough to even be invested in that person yeah so um, I'm hoping vice versa <laughs> I mean I, <laughs> Fingers crossed. I, I think I've got a double standard out there but entirely because getting jaded really quickly and then being like oh this is the fifth time I've had a conversation about how are you today but I mean like what else are you gonna say like you're you are meant to ask hello how are you to somebody it's not like unreasonable yeah. um Oh my um, god, the, that when it's a repetitive really conversation though, it's like, oh, oh, I've had this conversation five times already. <laughs> <day."> <laughs> yeah, but we need like more interesting yeah. conversation starters on dating apps. Yeah, but then I find that I get quite like facetious. And I think that's mm. the way that I start being a dick, because I just like start asking really like impertinent questions or like <laughs> taking the like I don't know, um, I mean, it leads on to things like speed dating, but like I got yeah. a bit bored of repeating the same shit with speed dating. So like, oh, like yeah. throwing throwing out conversations, you know, like if you were a pizza, what topping would you be? <laughs> Discuss. And like, I mean, like, I mean it kind of ironically, but that's because I'm at my wit's end. But that's like, yeah. that's me being a dick because they don't have to like, <laughs> although, although it could be a good way to get to know <laughs> I think somebody. putting random questions out there is way more interesting than just having the hey how are you because yeah. like what are they really going to say that's interesting <laughs> apart from like if they say Hinge if they start talking like about their day and they're like they did something that you find interesting then that you know leads on to a conversation but some people yeah. are so dead and they just don't <laughs> know how to talk on a dating app yeah but like I mean but some they're, people they're are good at chatting some people are good at talking on apps like that like I yeah I don't know how I, I I like not speaking to friends for ages and then meeting up with them in a bar and like 
having a drink and then we talk about everything that's happened in the last yeah. year. And I, I, I feel like there's some people that are really good at talking on apps and making, giving it, giving it some zhuzh and that's like one type of person. Yeah. Although like when I was looking up the whole like anxiety and spiraling and dating apps thing, like I, I don't know, I'm not going to cite any studies because I can't remember any names, but like there's... It, like it is a double-edged sword because there's some people that find the that distance or the blanket of being able to like be in their own space and you know have not instantly be seen and uh, you know not have to make up words on the spot is like a massive comfort yeah. to people that suffer with social anxiety and that makes sense like a lot yeah. of sense yeah. Do you feel that with dating apps, people are less likely to kind of make a move on someone in real life? Now, I kind of think that because we're Ooh. all chatting to a, like probably two or more people at a time yeah. on dating apps, we, you know, we have the people in reserve, the people that we're like, okay, kind of interested in. So if you meet <laughs> someone in real life. Oh my God, like, though, if you find out you're on someone's reserve list, like, <laughs> it's like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> Never tell me. But you know, like you meet someone in real life and they've already got the people that they're interested in. So are they going to make the move in person? I think less I don't, so. I don't think they are. And that's like, it makes me kind of sad. Yeah. Because I actually think it'll get, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Because like, I mean, I haven't been straight clubbing in a really long time. But like when you do go straight clubbing, you're suddenly very aware that you are like on the dance floor as a woman and maybe you're not wearing yeah. and it's like it's just a bit like just leave it out just like why can't you just like dating apps for this why don't you just go and fuck off but yeah I said that's kind of like but as that gets more unusual like I think I'm gonna really miss talking to people at the bar or like yeah initiating conversations with strangers for no reason because I think it will get more and more weird yeah and also like it's it's kind of random as well because you know I I got a parcel the other day and it was delivered to my neighbor uh-huh. and I went to retrieve it and he opened the door and I was like oh, I've never seen you around here before like hello <laughs> and then oh, I like fumbled that's some a whole like different vector I'm I'm really excited for you. <laughs> well, you know, the weird thing is, is that I've never, ever seen him on my floor the whole time that I've uh-huh. lived here, which has been nearly a year. And I have not seen him since. And I'm like, well, I'm too, like, I don't know his situation. Like, I don't know if he's single. I don't know if he's straight. Yeah. I don't, you know, or like into, yeah. into women. I don't know if he found me attractive because I found him attractive. <laughs> so it's like, am I really going to put everything on the line to go up to his door again and be like, hey, so would you like to come over for a wine or yeah. whatever? And he, I'm, he won't do the same to me either. If he found me attractive, I mean, he said something it's really stupid to me. He was like, <laughs> I hope you enjoy your parcel. Like, I was like, that was a weird thing to say to like you. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> kind of cute, to be honest. Um, also, but like, it's ne- it's romantic, yeah. but it's never going to happen because dating apps exist. Yes, but also because you live next to one another, so you might have to keep on bumping into them <laughs> if, they, if they go wrong. Because like, or else it would be like, maybe you could convince yourself of an you know evening what? to YOLO it. I'm like, fine with dating neighbours. I fucked my neighbour for a long time in my old place. Uh-huh. And that was, that was fine. That I said hi to his mum over the garden <laughs> fence because he was living with his mum. <laughs> 
that's highly convenient I don't yeah, know it's well very done. <laughs> but it's sad that I do think that dating apps have taken away from yeah. real life romance yeah but I think people like ascribe a story or like an adventure to it or they look for the oh but we kind of knew one another anyway because we have like we were friends of friends or I went to your gig in like three years ago and it's almost like they choose to like yeah take the app out of the narrative I did exactly the same thing Mm -hmm. in my long-term relationship we met on um that app happen which connects you with people that you walk past Mm -hmm. um and my story was that we always used to go to the same pub after work yeah and I was like well we so we would have met anyway at some point yeah except like obviously that's the premise of the app but yeah we didn't We still met through a fucking app, even though we were at the same bar almost every evening after work. (laughs) But that's because it gave you the reassurance that you don't have about talking to your neighbour. Yes. But then again, like, you'll feel, like, amazing if if you're, like, like, uh, the pride that you can have in yourself for trying and, like, pushing that boundary. I think it's, like, because it takes a leap of faith, but it's really admirable. Yeah, shall I just slip a note on Denise's this door? I don't think that's weird. Is that wrong? <laughs> I I literally I like gave my gave my number to the guy that um that when I was stuck inside in COVID isolation yeah. to the um FedEx pickup for my um I, for my um for my yeah for my, I think we should do these things. Those others yeah. like wow, I've never seen you before because I've always dropped them off personally at the post office, but now I'm stuck inside. I've met someone. I was like, is it just because I hadn't met and I hadn't been around anyone else but my flatmates and this is the only person that came to the door? Is that why they they were cute? Also, I'm so picky on dating apps, so picky about what people look like, about what they're into, about their jobs. But if I see someone in person and I think they're attractive, then I'm immediately interested and drawn to them, no matter what they do. And I find that very interesting because it's like I might be passing up all the time people that I would really, really get along with. So you can't describe your personality entirely in like your job a couple of pictures and your preferences like sometimes you just sort of like get on with somebody um I don't really know how you know that though I mean I don't know maybe I'm just so the first time that I downloaded a dating app it was Bumble Mm -hmm. and this is where I learned that I didn't think I wanted to use them because like I was like thinking up all of these lines that I thought were really witty and funny to like to I, I matched with a few people and then I was like trying to think of something interesting to say or like drop a joke relating to them. I was putting quite a lot of like time and effort into it and I got mm-hmm. like a zero percent uptake and I was like nobody responded and so I asked a friend like whether like what I was doing wrong and um and they were like, um, oh, no, 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 the girls talk first, but you're not meant to say anything. You're just meant to like send a flower emoji and then the conversation can start. And I was like, oh, is that really the point? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure things have come on a long way since then, but 0% uptake. And then, yeah. and then I gave it to my mum. I went back to my mum's house and I was yeah. like, I've got a dating app. And she went, oh, give us a look. 
uh, and then and, like, and then like you know I had a bath made a cup of tea I came back and she was like you know the gamification of dating apps really appealed to my my 60 year old mum she was like swiping left like swiping right like she oh had my hooked God, me up that. with a bunch of lawyers and doctors <laughs> and people that she hoped I would marry oh my god that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> that is so fun oh god she got more responses your... than i did <laughs> like i should me and my mum should swap dating apps for a week and oh god, see yes. what the results are that should be an experiment for this podcast oh, yeah, like yeah. who does who would i choose for her and who would she choose for me i mean it would be an interesting insight but it i mean be. Was that, would you let them talk or would you just like that's a bit choose? I was just thinking that in like my head I was like that's cash, catfish vibes um, so I'm not really sure I mean I know um, there was one evening that me and my friend got two bottles of Prosecco ran yeah. a pink bubble bath got our bikinis on sat <gasps> in the bath and then swapped phone but we were both there and yeah. so it wasn't like it wasn't like we left it wasn't total catfishing I love that that's so cute that's such a girly cute sleepover (laughs) (laughs) I can't even believe that actually happened in real life (laughs) just imagine you both of like pink with your like little pink pen thing that you've got there like (laughs) my clueless pen yeah literally okay so let's literally making me people think that my IQ is like down here and meetings (laughs) that I have like um, but it, it's not like, at all it's so tactile I love it let's talk about speed dating so yeah. you ha- I've never been speed dating before but I put to? out a little well <laughs> I put out a little feeler on an episode uh, a couple of weeks up back about potentially organizing my own speed dating event mm. like a love high speed dating event yeah um which is probably bizarre because I've never been to one, but it was in hopes of trying to get people to meet in real life. Um, I don't know if I'll actually go through with it, but so what, what is it like? What is it like doing speed dating? Because I haven't you done it because... You should definitely do it. Like, I'm so scared. Much fun. <laughs> I'm so scared of it. Well, I mean, it is a bit scary, but because it forces people to to kind of, sit down and talk to someone it kind of yeah. you get the in real lifeness that you don't get yeah. from a dating app what um, sort of people turn up to speed dating well I think I went to different types of speed dating with the intention of meeting different types of people but yeah I did go to like like a straight up normal speed dating at um like I think it was at the book club mm-hmm. and I got I got maybe kind of slightly thrown out. <laughs> no, I didn't get thrown out. Wait, I got what? I got told off <laughs> because like because I realised that um, if you said to your respective date, and this is like super heterosexual dating, there's like a group of guys and a group of girls, and the guys go clockwise and date one, oh and everyone's God, in a yeah. circle. It's like something out of a fifties musical, you know? Wow, yeah. Um, but I figured that every like third date you could say like oh oh my god why don't we take this date to the bar and then like they would get like a drink and I was just ordering like whiskey (laughs) 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 like so like by the end of it I was like totally plastered Um, (laughs) 
was doing introductions for the woman who was sat next to me, <laughs> like, which was like really not on. Um, so, I mean, I liked it because I had a great time, but I don't think I was using it in the way that I should. Um, the only time that I hooked up with someone afterwards was from fetish speed dating. Oh. And weirdly, I hooked up with them because they were the only people person there that didn't tell me what their fetish was, <laughs> which seems kind of like, kind of yeah, besides what? the point. Yeah. But I was just really interested because like he was there and I was like, oh, you're yeah. here, but you've not told me why. <laughs> like, it just seems so mysterious. Oh, I love, I, I do like the idea of it. I'm just, I guess... I hate bad dates. I hate bad dates. <laughs> but I guess the point of the speed date is that it's not a very long time if it is a bad one. But there's actually something really refreshing about being on a bad speed date, knowing yeah. it go- it's going on for two minutes and deciding not to talk. Like that, that is like kind of an option. Like you can just Wait. be like, let's go to the bathroom or like there's, and it, it isn't awkward in the same way that when someone disconnects from you and you're not like, oh because else like you'd be talking nonstop for two hours. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, feel like I probably need to do it just to just for an experiment. But it doesn't have to be like the traditional. Could it be like a a singles party? Is that <laughs> that new dating app called Thursday? I haven't downloaded mm. it yet, but I heard that they do like singles nights events like places in london which sounds pretty cool that's quite cool because then it's like um then it's kind of like a bit of both like you maybe you can match on them but also you could yeah you you could maybe meet up with them hang on i'm just thinking like i sent something to my friend Uh uh-huh there's this thing called a whole orange matchmaking um have you heard of them no it's like a queer matchmaking service wow. um, and they've just posted a thing called fruit salad salon which is in Shoreditch on the 29th of April and it says get a mani meet some cuties and it's where you go and get manicures oh my god that's cute it's super cute that's really that is a really cute mm. idea huh maybe there is something to straight like I like the way that Thursday has involved a real life event with their dating app because then it's the best of both worlds like you said also like maybe those if a singles party like you can maybe go with a friend yeah and you can have that kind of like awkwardness when you go in and then yeah I mean there's always a chance that you'll stand in the corner and not go and talk to anybody but I think I think if you were brave enough you could go with someone and then both have your own interactions and then go home and discuss them or go home with other people and discuss that like that would be nice I'd love that and also how amazing would it be to be in like a bar an event space and you know that everyone in there is single yeah I mean, that available. It, it's kind of like some kind of dream fantasy world, isn't it? Yeah. Although, like in my fantasy world, they're also like all up for like taking their clothes off and yeah, um, like all yeah. in the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That, that that is kind of like now you said it, it kind of makes me want to 
I haven't been to like a typical singles party as such and I would really like to go to one yeah well maybe we should go to one maybe yeah. we should join Thursday and go to one of their singles Thursday parties. events yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the concept of that but I do need to check it out I wanted I to talk about the last thing on my list okay, is okay. one of my favorite ways of dating which is not a dating app I love it meeting people through dm sliding on instagram <laughs> that yeah i mean that that is kind of a great great way of meeting people though right it's- well that's how me and my ex met he slid into my dms and i like that because i'm immediately comfortable with the fact that you know exactly who i am like you like i i i don't show like you know on dating apps you put all your like yeah. best photos up whatever on my instagram stories i'm like you know no makeup all the time like bad angles yeah. whatever just saying shit and i'm like if you're still interested after watching me on instagram then i'm interested in you yeah. And if I like what there's on theirs, obviously. <laughs> Me and my friend were talking about this recently because like um like sometimes and I've have it's not happened to me more than once and it's happened to her too. Like um when I've been tipsy, I've sent someone's story to a friend and accidentally just replied to their story or then just kept replying to their story and then like oh hey um now I'm chatting to you and like um but that kind of like accidental way of starting to talk to people has definitely got me friendship so far or like yes like um what's it called that's how like like do you know Heidi from Heidi and Heidi was in your video Heidi from the the ex-confessions Heidi yes yeah yeah like we're still whatsapp like a fair bit but it's only because I slid oh. into her dms by mistake and we ended up like talking quite a lot <laughs> like it was it, it like um it there's feels, something to it you like when the internet brings like-minded weirdos together it like you found a beautiful thing no <laughs> yeah so basically mm. instagram's just another dating app <laughs> 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 or like an yeah. app to, but you make for like it's actually really good at like obviously instagram is a lot of bad things but yeah. it is also a lot of good things and I've made loads of friends through Instagram yeah. and you know like the people that I met whilst I was in Toronto and a couple of people in LA like were just people that I knew from Instagram and I wouldn't have had yeah. those or any connections out there like especially in Toronto I wouldn't have met anyone if I hadn't have had Instagram think, DM sliding I think dating apps are like also as well not to take it totally back to dating apps but dating apps mm. or Instagram are quite a good way of like traveling or seeing the world yes. because yeah. like because a lot of them are done by location right yes. so like if you hook up with someone at least you know they're like in the barrio yeah um, I love switching up my location on dating apps like mm. bef- before I was before I went to Toronto I switched it to Toronto so I like had some people that I was going to meet there and then whilst I was in Toronto I switched it switched it to yeah. LA so I had like <laughs> had all these start. kind of yeah and like you know two of the people that I was chatting to um in Toronto what ended up being like my fuck buddies in LA and that was really fucking awesome we have spoken for an hour about ah, dating <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it went in in quite the direction that I thought it would but now I'm just thinking that like I'm gonna download Thursday and I'm gonna yeah. see whether 
a hybrid combination of dating app chats within real life or even the potential yes. of in real life could be kind yeah. of fun maybe I need to be more ballsy in real life because people are never ballsy to me like no one ever comes up to I think me everyone's too scared to be also like especially if you're like looking for something like a couple or like looking yeah. to meet me like like same sex or different or like or different sexual orientations there is just yeah. like it, it just opens up the possibility for rejection and rejection's yeah. scary and be- because people know that there are dating apps out there they're like well why would I put myself through that when I've got a dating app on my phone which is in the palm of my hand mm. whenever I need it but also That's... I feel like the wing having a wing person on a night out or making it a social exercise with friends yeah to me adds something to the story yeah like you don't get that with dating apps like yeah. you don't get to be like oh hey oh hey they look cute <laughs> should I go and talk to them I hope that we have inspired the listeners today to <laughs> do a little bit more in real life dating outside of dating apps and yeah just broaden horizons maybe a little bit because as we spoke about earlier we did we do just get caught up in the world of the dating app and the spiral Mm. of getting like sucked into the dating app void basically yeah and and fixating on people that didn't really want to be with you or talk to you anyway instead of the ones that did (laughs) yeah exactly Mm. well thank you so much for coming on i've thoroughly enjoyed this chat so like yes and if anyone wants to find more about um prudence as well then then like you're welcome to message me or find bone or find it online at findbone.co.uk yes you should definitely all get your hands on a prudence 100 percent. this is florence um guaranteed is that the word (laughs) guaranteed I don't think that's the word I was looking for, but um, yeah, uh, I, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm looking for the word as well, but I feel like I've, I've uh, anyway. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Well, dating is a minefield. I think you could tell that from the different directions and rabbit holes that we went down in that conversation there. I hope that this episode has inspired you to break out of the shell, break out of your shell when it comes to dating and really kind of put yourself out there in a different way, in a new way, maybe that you've never really done before. I hope that today's episode has kind of just showed you that we are here with you on the dating app struggle journey because it is tedious it is long but it also can be really exciting and it is a really really great way to meet people so I always feel when you're ever feeling a bit disheartened by dating apps just have a little break and then get back into it when you're ready. Don't feel like you always constantly have to be on the dating app because it's good to have time just solo as well. You don't always have to be dating. You don't always have to be looking for someone, you know? That's not what life is about. Life is about discovering more about yourself and 
growing as a person. And if you happen to meet someone along the way that you super connect to, that is wonderful, magical, and something that's really quite joyous. If you want to get more involved in the Love High community, please join us over at the Patreon community. That's Patreon slash Love High. It's £1 a month to be part of the community, support the podcast, and also be part of the Discord, which is a little group of us where we can all talk about whatever's going on when it comes to love, relationships, dating, all that stuff. There's always going to be someone there to talk to you if you need someone to listen. So I'll see you over on the Patreon. But if you want to hear more from me, I'm over on Instagram at Florence Bark. And of course, follow Come Curious as well and the Fucks Given podcast if you want something a little bit more sexy. And if you think that you'd be a great guest for Love High, please get in touch with me either on my DMs on Instagram or email me at lovehighpodcast at gmail.com and tell me what your story would be and why you think you'd be a great guest on Love High. And that's enough of me for now. So I will see you next Monday. Bye, my loves. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.